Welcome to the Feel Good Running Podcast, where our goal is to keep you motivated, inspired, and energized. As a runner, or perhaps you are looking for the right motivation to become one, you've definitely found the right place. We share inspirational stories from real runners, motivating running-related information, and much more to help you feel good about your running. And now your host and a longtime feel-good runner himself, Jim Lynch. Well, hello, runners. What is happening with you? I want to know. Hey, my name is Jim Lynch. This is my podcast, Feel Good Running. Welcome to it. I just appreciate you listening, whether you're new or you've been around for a while. Thanks a lot, man. I really do appreciate it. Hope everything's going good with you. Here in Denver, things are starting to open up. Uh, You know, it's a whole new reality out there, but... At least you can get out of the house and go some places, finally. And who would ever imagine that a mask would be as important to take with you as keys, wallet, purses, you know, the essential things you need when you leave the house. It's amazing to me. But we are living in a new world right now, and we have to be safe and be fair and considerate and compassionate to other people. So please wear your mask while in a public place. All right. If you won't do it for you, do it for somebody else. Be kind and considerate. All right. So anyways, this is a mini-sode. And if you've been listening for a while, you know, late last year, early this year, I was doing these little mini-sodes of uh, inspirational and motivational news stories that I would find out there. Well, because of the pandemic, everything has been canceled. The races have been canceled. Running groups have been canceled. So there has not been any running news Unless you want to hear about race cancellations or three million virtual races or somebody running an ultra race or a marathon in their backyard or on their balcony. And I don't think you want to hear about that. I will say I've seen a lot of stories about runners that have been creative doing virtual races for charity. That's a good thing. I'm doing a virtual race, which is really cool. Uh, it's uh, It's called the Virtual Colorado Trail Challenge. Me and my friend Michelle, we're a two-relay team, and it's 500 miles that we have to do in 95 days. It started June 1st. We are already over 200 miles. Yeah, I'm out there pounding it away, man. Mile after mile, putting one foot in front of the other. I actually did a podcast episode on the Virtual Colorado Trail Challenge, uh, episode number 26. Go back and check that out. You still got time to register. There's a little less than two and a half months left, and you can certainly still do it as a solo or two, three, four person team. And proceeds do go to charity. And I'm going to let you, because you're my valued listeners, in on a little secret. In the show notes, if you go in there, I'm doing another podcast on the Virtual Colorado Trail Challenge where we do updates and we have guests. And these guests have actually done the 500 miles. They've run the actual Colorado Trail, and there's a lot of history behind it. Very, very interesting, very good conversations, and it's supposed to only go to the registered runners, but I'm telling you because you're my valued listeners. So if you want to listen to another podcast, find out a little bit about the Colorado Trail, go check it out, and uh, it's a weekly thing. I mean, we're doing this podcast every week, so if you like Colorado or we're thinking about coming out to Colorado or had some dreams about Colorado, well, this might just float your boat. All right. So I searched out there 
And I have found three running-related news stories that you're absolutely going to love. These are really inspirational and motivational stories, and it took me a couple months to find them, but I'm glad I did, and you're going to enjoy them, and that's coming up in just a little bit. Okay, so we're going to get on a schedule now. This is my 28th episode. I introduced my first episode in December of 2018. And thanks to you, the listener, the show is growing. I'm getting more and more people that are interested in this podcast. Now, I definitely know there's other running-related podcasts out there that put out a lot of content, put out a running show per week, and uh, I get it. I understand. I wish I could do that. But I try to bring a quality podcast to you, and I really seek out guests that I think you're going to enjoy and stories that I think are going to motivate and inspire you, you know, in these news things that I'm doing. So, you know, I don't put out as much content as some of the other ones, but I want to be sure that what I do put out is good. And I just want you to know that I'm always open to any comments or suggestions on how to improve the show and what you're looking for. And if this isn't the right route, then let me know. If it is the right route, let me know. Just go to feelgoodrunning.com you can definitely leave me a message. Now, one thing I know and I got some feedback about is that my podcast episodes come out sporadically. And that feedback is very, very important to me. And I appreciate that. But I need to get on a schedule for you so you know when I'm going to release an episode because I have not really had a schedule when I release these things. So from this point on, you are going to get a fresh, brand new episode of Feel Good Running the first and third Tuesday of every month. Right now, due to time constraints, I cannot bring you an episode every week. I wish I could. And it takes a lot to put these together. And I want to bring you a quality episode. So we're going to have two episodes a month, the first and third Tuesday of every month. And if you want to mark your calendar, you can do that. Now, you can go over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and you can subscribe, and then you'll automatically get them. Actually, I'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe to uh, at least Apple Podcasts. That would be great. Um, so guaranteed, that's the way we're going to do this going forward. I think it's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for me. And I just appreciate your listenership. I really do. So thank you very, very much. All right. It's uh, an old record, but... I just want to talk a little bit about a couple cancellations. Boston Marathon canceled till next year. But I need to give kudos to the Boston Athletic Association and the race director for what they gave back to the participants. An actual full refund, which is basically unheard of, but I thought that was very admirable of them to do that. You need to claim it, so be sure you do. And then you can get into the virtual Boston Marathon. I don't know when that's going to be. I, I don't know if anybody's heard about that or if they announced any date yet. But you're going to get a T-shirt, medal, and bib uh, for doing that. And pretty much it's only fair because they probably have a warehouse full of everything for, for this year's Boston Marathon that was supposed to be held in April. And I'm sure the financial hit that the Boston Athletic Association, the city of Boston, all the vendors and businesses in the Boston area are taking a huge hit. And of course, there's one other thing. There's no deferrals. So that's just not going to happen. And it's very understandable. But look at it this way. Got to look at it positive. There wasn't a whole lot of marathons after you registered for the Boston Marathon until the pandemic hit. But there were a couple of big ones, such as Chicago, Marine Corps, and New York. 
But in all actuality, a lot of the races between hand have been canceled. It's really nothing that has happened since March and not really many, if any, between now and when Boston opens up registration, as long as they keep the normal registration time around September. So your chances when they open up registration for 2021 are pretty doggone good to get in. And so I hope you do. I know it's a disappointment, but on the race director side that I was on for the Maui Marathon, there's no easy answers and you're never going to please everybody. But I think Boston has been extremely fair. Some of the other cancellations that are out there are Big Sur, Vegas Rock and Roll, Steamtown, Akron, Air Force, Grandma's, which I believe just did a virtual race this past weekend. And then uh, Fargo is still on North Dakota because they haven't had a lot of virus cases up there. So they got the clearing to go at the end of this summer, but, you know, everything's still up in the air. So the big three in the fall that are still alive are Chicago, Marine Corps, and New York. And I know it's a huge decision for these race directors and committee to make a decision if they're going to keep it going or cancel it. And it's all based on the state and the governor and the local mayor, if they will allow it. And I know they're hanging on because it's better to run the race than it is to cancel the race. But I also feel for the runners out there that have trained, they're registered, but are kind of hanging right now. Don't know if you're going to be running it or not running it. And I would hope that as soon as they realize if they cannot run it, that they would let runners know as soon as possible and do what they need to do to cancel the race. But it sucks if you're waiting till the last minute and all of a sudden it's canceled. So you got to be patient out there. You got to understand that it's a big decision on the race end. But I also hope that the race officials will, will do the right thing for the runners like Boston did. I think they were very fair. I'd like to hear your thoughts. What do you think about all these cancellations and what the races are doing for the runners that are registered? You know, what I just said is just my opinion, but I, I really am interested in yours. And you can go to feelgoodrunning.com. You can type out your comments or you can even leave a voice message. Yeah. Modern technology, baby. Right there. Let me hear from you. I'm seriously interested in your thoughts. So I'm done ranting about this. Um, I understand I'm not running any of those races, but I, but I certainly feel for all of you runners out there that are registered and are training. You know what? Keep training. Just keep running. They're going to come back. All these races are going to come back, at least the big ones, and you're going to have an opportunity to do them. Don't lose the fire. All right? Do not lose the fire. Keep running. It's really, really important. Okay, I think that's about it for my uh, blabbing right now. I hope it didn't bore you too much. I truly believe things will get back to normal eventually. All right, you are going to love these three stories. I'm telling you, they're awesome. So let's get to it with our inspirational and motivational news. Searching anywhere and everywhere. Here is this episode's Feel Good Running News. If you have been listening to my podcast for a bit, you know I frequently talk about how running groups and my running friends have defined my life. The several running friends I have made through running groups are plenty, and without hesitation, 
I need to say, my running friends are my life. They have always been there for me in good times and bad, always and without question. On her very first day of retirement, New Year's Day this year, 2020, Kim Scarpole from Fargo, North Dakota, got a call from her doctor. Not good news. She has breast cancer. Now, just before she retired, she undergone her annual mammogram. Now, this is not the news a freshly retired 65-year-old woman wants to hear on her first day of retirement and especially the first day of the new year. I'm sure that was not one of her resolutions. Happy frickin' New Year to you. That sucks. The doctor did say it was a good prognosis, though. Well, seriously, I can't imagine there is anything good about finding out you have cancer, no matter what the prognosis is. But it did not spread into her lymph nodes, and she did not need radiation, but she would have to go through eight rounds of chemotherapy, and it would be challenging to do the things she likes to do for a while. Kim has been running since high school and has stuck with it all through her adult life. She has done several 10Ks and a few marathons, and I'm sure many other races in between. Like for many of us, running is a form of therapy. So what do you do when you are faced with chemo that is going to knock you down for a bit? Well, of course, you contact your running friends. Kim asked her running friends to run with her for the three miles to each of her chemo appointments, which would happen every other Thursday. How awesome is that? What is even more awesome is that the very first week, eight runners showed up. And even though the pandemic was gaining momentum, each week thereafter, more runners continued to show up. Of course, they brought a smile, but also followed social distancing guidelines. Kim remembers a run on April 9th with the winds gusting, sleet coming down, and ice on the street. Just absolutely miserable. But it didn't matter. Runners showed up and gave her support. Her final session was on April 21st, and the governor of North Dakota just increased gatherings up to 20 people. Well, on that final session run... 20 runners showed up. The group wanted to go big, and boy, did it ever. Kim said, having this crew, it made me feel so humbled, so blessed, and so loved. Even though she was going to cancer treatment, she said, it was fun. It was actually overwhelming. I can't even begin to express how wonderful I felt reading this story. I am so proud to be a runner. Like I said at the very beginning, my running friends are my life. They have always been there for me. And that is exactly the same for Kim. Her running friends, and then some, were there for her each and every week. Always and without question. Well, here's to your health, Kim. Keep positive, keep the faith, and absolutely, definitely keep running. Running during this pandemic, well, it takes some creativity and a goal to keep focused. With no races in the near future and several fall races hanging on by a string teetering towards cancellation, we need whatever we can create to keep running and escape from becoming unmotivated and ultimately a couch potato. Well, 57-year-old Edward May lives in the Squirrel Hill section of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My brother actually also lives in Pittsburgh and he's in the Carnegie area, so I'm quite familiar with that city. I even did the Pittsburgh Marathon back in May of 2000. And just so you know, flat terrain and Pittsburgh do not mix. Seriously, it is a hilly city. Very hilly. Okay, Edward is a runner and has been running solo since March like many of us. 
but he set a goal back in December of 2018, and he is on a mission to run every single street in Pittsburgh. You heard me right, every single street. Man, I can't even imagine that. Well, he actually started this adventure well before the pandemic and has not skipped a beat during the pandemic. So how does one come up with such a goal? Well, at a Christmas party, he heard about a guy that ran every street in San Francisco and another guy that ran every street in the state of Tennessee. Some Christmas party that was. Well, Edward is part of the Steel City Roadrunners, and for the first 15 months, some of his buddies from the running group joined him. Since this past March, he has run solo with a mask. He said, this pandemic has been depressing. It's hard for me to be socially distant, so the only way I can do that is not to be around people. The running has been wonderful therapy. Man, Edward, I hear what you're saying on that. Well, how much time does Edward devote to running? Well, he said he runs three to five times a week and five to seven miles average and mostly in the evenings. So far, he has run about half of the Pittsburgh streets, which includes outdoor steps. Edward encourages other people to run the streets in their cities. People travel for miles to run, but he thinks people would do well to run more neighborhoods and get to know them in the cities that they live in. This is very interesting, and you can track Edward's progress and especially read his blog, which includes a journal of his journey of where he has run, and he takes the time to take very interesting pictures, such as steps, beautiful artistic murals on buildings, train tracks, and city views. This is a real journey through Pittsburgh that Ed is sharing, and even those that live there, they'd never see. So I have a link to his blog. It's runallthestreets.com, and that link is in the show notes. That's runallthestreets.com. It's definitely worth taking a look at, and it's so creative. So keep going, Edward. We're going to track your progress, and maybe some folks that are listening to this that are tired of virtual races and need a goal will go out and run all the streets in their city. Okay, listen up, runners. If you are getting lazy and trying to get the motivation to get out and run during this pandemic, well, maybe this story will motivate you or at the very least shame you into getting out there to run. 86-year-old Jeanette Bedard. Yes, you heard me right. I said 86, not 68. She says you are never too old to run. Jeanette said you have to be like a turtle. You have to stick your neck out. And if you don't stick your neck out, then sit on your couch and turn into a potato. She runs two hours every morning and comes back happy. And she has completed 19 marathons and several other races. She's been running for 50 years and she comes back happy. Jeanette lives in Howard Beach in New York and her running routine is along the beach near her home. She says she is the only one out there and she wants to be left alone all by herself. She said running has made her patient and that her medication is her running and she is not slowing down anytime soon. An interesting fact about Jeanette, well, she can still wear her bikini from when she was 16 years old. Hmm, that's amazing because how many of us actually have our swimsuits from when we were 16 years old? And I guarantee I would not be able to fit into it today. That is a fact. So I did a little digging on Jeanette, and it looks like the majority of her marathons have been the New York Marathon. She has done it every year since 2002, except for the year it was canceled due to Hurricane Sandy. 
and that was in 2012. Out of those 17 times running New York, she took first in her age division 13 times. Her fastest time was 3.46.34 in 2004, and I believe she was probably a young 72. She also did the Moore Marathon in New York twice. She has qualified for Boston 10 times, but it looks like she never ran it. Hmm, I wonder why. Maybe it's that New York-Boston rivalry, and she's just too loyal to New York. Jeanette is just amazing to me. This is her philosophy. Discipline, dedication, willpower, determination, life is good. Oh yeah, and remember, she comes back happy. She said, I'm 86 and I'm still running. I'm going to run into my box. And for those of you who don't know what the box is, well, think about it. We all are going to get to our box at some point. You, Jeanette, are an inspiration to all of us runners and should be to non-runners as well. Go to the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com for this episode. There is a video of Jeanette, and she is so sweet. You've got to check that out. So, Jeanette, keep doing what you're doing. Put one foot in front of the other. You are so awesome. Here is a running quote to keep you inspired and feeling good. Okay, runners, what time is it? Well, it's time for our inspirational and motivational quote of the episode. And why bother searching for one since the best one possible came from the amazing, sweet 86-year-old runner, Jeanette Bedard. Do you remember what she said? Well, if not, here it is. And it is the quote of this episode. Discipline, dedication, willpower, determination, life is good. Oh yeah, got to read that one one more time. Discipline, dedication, willpower, determination, life is good. Now we can all use this in running and in our everyday lives. Thanks Jeanette for this wonderful motivating quote. I promise I will stick my neck out and I will not be a potato. I promise, I really do. This is the No Potato Podcast. All right, that's it for this episode, runners. Please share this with your running friends and on your social media outlets. It really, really does help. And be sure to go to feelgoodrunning.com to check out the show notes for this episode and also that link to that really sweet interview video with Jeanette. And if you are not on our email list, well, get on it now. You'll get your free gift, which is 101 running-related links. Just imagine, have all your essential running links right there at your fingertips all in one spot. And don't forget, we're now going to be on a schedule. You're going to get a brand new, fresh episode of the Feel Good Running Podcast on the first and third Tuesday of every month. So mark it in your calendar. And remember, you can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and get it automatically. How about that? Technology, baby, technology. So my next episode coming out on Tuesday, July 7th is my amazing conversation with ultra marathon runner, adventure racer, and mountaineer, Marshall Ulrich. He will definitely inspire you. Mark your calendars for that one. All right, runners, I hope you got all that information. If not, just rewind back and listen to it again, right? Right. Uh, That's it. I don't have anything else. So as I always say, just show up and always, always feel good about your running. That's it for this episode. 
Thanks for listening. Please consider sharing this podcast with your running friends and spread the feel-good running vibe around you. Head over to feelgoodrunning.com to access all the links and resources mentioned on the show. Until next time, keep motivated, keep focused, and keep on running. It is sure to make you, well, feel good.